I didn't want the reset challenge to solely be about challenges and tasks. I wanted it to be about things that would inspire you as well. So today, I'm going to share with you a little bit of inspiration. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. G'day team, Glenn Azar here, welcome you back to day 9 of July 2020, day 9 of the Reset Challenge and as I just mentioned at the start here, I don't want this to be task oriented. Now we've given you a few tasks to work on but I don't want it to be about task after task after task so that you've got 31 days of things which can become overwhelming, you've got the rest of life happening, you've got the challenges of whatever you're going through wherever you are in the world at the moment, all of that. I didn't just want to be adding tasks in. So that's an important point, and I'll raise, I'll address that, I should say, very quickly. Don't keep adding things in. Sometimes in life you need to take some things out. So if I give you a challenge, it's not to add it on to whatever else you're already going through. It's an opportunity to look at, is there something I can remove in order to replace it with this current challenge that I've got going on? If we can be taking away more and more of the things that are not adding value or more and more of the things that are negative and we can be adding in more and more small positive steps, then over time we strengthen the foundation that we're trying to build and that's really important. But some days are not about tasks. Some days are just about learning something, about being inspired by something or someone. Some days are just about trying to lift you up. So today I'm going to share a piece with you from one of my favourite guys. Anyone listening to this show for any period of time would know Inky Johnson. He has a great story. He tells good stories. And being able to tell good stories allows us to embed the message in people that we're trying to embed, which is, you know, around whatever, motivation, inspiration, uh, whatever. Like whatever you're trying to achieve, if I can tell you a story around it, it embeds itself a lot better than me to just give you a philosophy. So what I want to share today is around the language that we use and the perspective that we have. The example here would be you're in a poor relationship. You've been married for whatever years and you start to get yourself in the mindset that this is just the way relationships go. We've been together, what, 10 years and that happens. Or, you know, it's not young love anymore or whatever. I actually don't agree with that. And I've been through a divorce and I've made all those mistakes and I don't agree with that. What I do agree with is if you start to look for the good in the other person, you'll start to see it. If that's all you're looking for, that's all you're going to see. In the early stages of a relationship, that's all you're looking for. You're looking for all the things that you love about this person, so that's all you're seeing. Over time, when we get a bit jaded, we start to look for all the things that they're doing wrong. And then we start to see them. Now, this is the same in jobs. It's the same in... Uh, someone you might work with. When you first start a new job, you don't know who's who in the zoo. You want to be really focused on trying to prove yourself. You're looking to be the best version of yourself. You're looking for the good in everyone and everything in that situation to get a handle on it. The longer you're in a job, the easier it is to become jaded and we start to look for all the reasons we hate doing what we do. This happens in businesses. It happens in all walks of life. There'll be one person that niggles you. You start to look for the negatives in them. So this story is about looking for the positives in people and changing the narrative, changing the perspective, and ultimately, you end up changing the language. And that's the big key here, changing the language that you use 
about someone or about a situation. That's what I took out of this anyway. I hope you take some value out of this. Um, it's just a nice, positive, inspirational kind of chat for you to enjoy for today while you keep working on the other tasks that we've already given you. I hope you're having a great time. I really do hope you're getting value out of the challenge so far. I do hope there's a slight perspective shift in you through these first eight days and now today going into the ninth day. Uh, I'm loving the journey with you guys, so let's just hang in there and keep doing it. Right now, here is Inky Johnson. A lot of times I try to structure my travel around my wife and my two children, and so I come into town late a lot, wherever I'm going. And so I get into Seattle, a guy picks me up from the airport, we say probably around five words to each other. We get to the hotel. I get out of the car. I said, man, thanks a lot. Greatly appreciate it. And he says to me, I just want you to know that I'll be the gentleman that's coming back to pick you up in the morning to take you to your speaking engagement. I said, thank you, sir. What time would you like for me to be down? He said, 7.15. I said, yes, sir. I'll see you tomorrow. And so the next morning I come down, we greet each other. We get in the car. We're riding to the venue. And probably five minutes into the trip, I look up in the mirror and I can see the gentleman is crying. And so I say to him, sir, is everything okay? And he says to me, I want to paint a picture for you. He said, my normal job is not in transportation. He said, my buddy owns the company. Whenever he gets overwhelmed, he'll call and say, hey man, can you cover a shift? And if I'm free, I'll do it. He said, but I haven't drove for him in probably over a year. He said, we do a lot of work with the Seattle Seahawks, and so whenever I drop a guy off, I usually look him up just to see who I picked up. And he said, naturally, I looked you up last night after I dropped you off, and I was on a computer till around 2, 3 in the morning. And he said, I saw a video about redirection. And he said, it pierced my spirit. And he said, the reason I'm crying is because I just lost my wife. He said, my wife just died. And he said, I thought to myself, surely there's nothing else in his life that could bring me the source of joy, the source of happiness that my wife once brought, once brought me. There's nothing else in his life that can make me get up and live my life with the zeal and the peace that my wife once gave me. And he said, not saying that this video did it because nothing could ever replace my wife. He said, but it renewed my perspective and my energy about life. I said, man, that's awesome. I said, I got a question for you, right? When you lost your wife, he told me he had two kids, two daughters. I said, how did you literally get up at a basic level and just put one foot in front of the other, walk out of the door every single day, continue to raise your other two children? Like, how did you live your life with losing your wife? Because I know my wife means the world to me. And I couldn't imagine losing my wife and having to get up and continue to try to live life, continue to smile. And so how did you literally just get up and live your life? He said, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, my wife had been sick for 30 years. He said, it had gotten to the point to where it was so ugly and nasty that we would spew negativity, spew hate to each other every single day. We would get up and just argue, argue, argue. And he said, it was so bad, my wife was wheelchair bound. And he said, it got to a point one day, I said, you know what? If we're going to do this, I'm leaving. I'm gone. He said, I packed me a little bag, I went to stay with one of my buddies, and I'm at my buddy's house, and I get up one morning, and I'm in the mirror, and I'm brushing my teeth, and as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm saying to myself, for rich or for poor, yeah, we've been pretty poor. For better or for worse, yeah, things have gotten pretty worse. Through sickness and health. Stopped, put his toothbrush in his bag, zipped it up, walked out of the door, and he said, the conviction said to him, 
you didn't finish. And he said, when he walked back through the door at his house, his wife looked at him and she said, what are you doing here? And he said, he told her, I just want you to know I was wrong, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving again. So no matter how bad it gets, no matter the opposition, no matter the adversity, no matter the challenges, I just want you to know I'm going to be here and I'm not going anywhere. Right? And I said, okay, I got that part. I said, so tell me if there's one thing that you could shift or change about the situation or do differently, what would it be? He said, that's easy. He said, if I could change one thing about it, I would have embraced it a lot earlier and I would have changed my whole attitude about it. He said, because the moment I shifted my attitude, it shifted my language and it changed the whole situation and the whole household was redirected. He said, I was so selfish, I wasn't even in the wheelchair and I would get up every single day and say, God, you know I can't leave. Why are you taking me through this? And I wasn't even sick. He said, I had gotten so mad that I made the situation and the opposition and the challenges about me that the moment I stopped, I stepped back and I saw the bigger picture of the whole situation. It trans transformed our household and it shifted my wife's attitude. And I say to people all the time, when you're going through something in the midst of the adversity, in the midst of the opposition, what if you change your perspective and your perspective affects your performance and whatever you touch and whatever you do? In terms of looking at something from a big picture, micro and not macro perspective, sometimes changes the attitude of individuals and it shifts the household. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.